Welcome to Senequanon News. I'm your anchor, Barcelona Nangrada. Our top stories today are Outback to Jokes, Crypto Trends, and Completely Bogus Terrorist Event. The top story of the day is Novak Djokovic being kicked out of the Australian Open. From the start, he was happy that he qualified for an exemption for, from the Australian Open. Then they told him that wasn't enough and detained him at a seedy hotel awaiting deportation. Djokovic appealed the ruling and won the appeal where the exemption was upheld. Then he was deported anyways due to a peremptoric power of Australian authorities. Djokovic was accused of lying on his forms. One of the lies was due to the Australian personnel putting in the wrong information, and the other was apparently some contact he had, he had while infected, which was not in Australia. Australian authorities and press lied about Novak acting above and outside of the law when seeking a legal exemption and not being vaccinated. They lied when they expelled him using their own privilege and further lied that it was not for being vaccinated. What can we learn from this? How is it that Australia doesn't know its own laws? Being a former criminal colony, how are they so offended about a so-called violation of their law? Australian law is clearly very fluid. First, Novak is let in with the legal exemption. Second, he is being sent back because there is not an exemption. Third, the judge rules there is an exemption and he met the criteria for the exemption. Fourth, he is deported because the authorities don't like the exemption. Curiously enough, the government is exempt from all of the ridiculous COVID rules and no one has any problem with that. Either Australia has some serious issues with the rule of law or they should remove the word exemption from the English language as it is tripping them up left and right. Also, many kept using immigration in their arguments when he is just a temporary visitor. There were some protests for Novak. Unfortunately, many of the other players saw it as grandstanding and thought nothing of it. Australia has already given every indication it has gone full woke. A female tennis player got even worse treatment as she was strip searched when entering the country. Hopefully, that will be the latest in the go woke, go broke era. On the technical side, crypto appears to be extending its reach as acceptable currency. This is due to the recent phenomena of non-fungible tokens, or more properly referred to as NFTs. Most of the transactions for NFTs are done in crypto, and NFTs are in a feeding frenzy, possibly creating a bubble. There is also a lot of fraud going on in NFTs, and enforcement of trademarks and intellectual property is pretty much missing. I offer neither an opinion nor advice on NFTs. I am, however, pointing out that this is another avenue for the spreading the acceptance of crypto as legitimate tender. This, I believe, is the great promise of crypto. Let's face it. Governments around the world and throughout history have been unable to restrain themselves and the printing of currency and the incurrence of debt to feed their spending frenzies. They have failed this metric so abysmally that it is time for us to take that power away from them. And crypto was the way to do it. The growth of crypto was not subject to the political whims of the government. Its growth depends on mining and the associated energy costs that come with it. Then it hits its limit or is fully mined, which is not a problem since it is nearly infinitely divisible. So the stability of supply issue is solved from the outset. 
The only other issue is its broad acceptance for consumer transactions. Many people argue that we should go back to the gold standard or silver standard. The problem with that is that you don't want your money supply to be dependent on the demand and supply of a commodity, which could be subject to large investors cornering the market. Currency needs to have a stable value, and crypto is slowly achieving that with increased acceptance. Now, any government crypto would be about as valuable as their paper currency that they have turned into toilet paper because it would allow the government to increase the money supply instantly. So, government crypto was a no-no, and private crypto is yes-yes. Another indicator that crypto is gaining in popularity is its use by politicians in running for office. Candidates are using crypto as part of their campaigns as well as accepting political donations in crypto. And so far, this has only been in one direction, supporting crypto. This has gotten my attention and hopefully it has yours. I think getting a portfolio of crypto at this point would be prudent. The best result would be for crypto to basically supplant our currency before the government recognizes it, which is unlikely. Hopefully, crypto can at least reach critical mass before the government recognizes it. That would give them little choice but to accept it. The government will oppose it when they recognize the threat it poses to them, that of taking away their power over our currency. It will take overwhelming voice to get them to swallow that bitter pill. And in terror news, a man was killed who kidnapped several people from a synagogue during service being streamed on Facebook. He was seeking the release of another terrorist who was in jail. At first, this was neither a terrorist nor an anti-Semitic attack. Then that changed, and so did many other parts of the story. Since we can't trust our own observations, and the words of the kidnapper himself, I'm saying this has all the earmarks of another staged FBI event. If the FBI hadn't been staging several events over the last couple of years, I would have never thought this. And in even more horrific news, the deaths among 18 to 64-year-olds rose by over 40% in 2021 compared to 2020. This is equivalent to a four sigma event or four standard deviations. A 10% increase would ha- only happen once every couple of hundred years, according to a CEO in the insurance industry at One America. They are taking a $100 million charge in life insurance, even though that isn't one of their main lines of the insurance business. Given that COVID isn't the main cause for these numbers and all other things being equal, that leaves it all in the vaccines. Vaccine mandates, baby. Who says the government doesn't want to kill you? They are willing to bankrupt the life insurance industry to do it. By the way, this news isn't new. It's been out for a month or more, but only came to my attention recently. I haven't heard where anyone else in conservative media has been talking about it. I believe InfoWars had done something about it, but that's it. This is actually blockbuster, ball-busting news. This is a savage scandal. Vaccines are your savior. Rush to test, produce, distribute. Immunize all the companies from liability and mandate the vaccines to the populace. Stigmatize those against the vaccines and against the mandates. The general populace, the military, doctors and nurses... Congress trades on insider information, and Dr. Fauci is getting royalties on patents for it. 
And China, along with Fauci, foisted this virus upon us to begin with. This is the biggest scam foisted upon the world in history. And now we know why the FDA doesn't want to release the Pfizer vaccine test results for 75 years. I believe it is high time for the voters to have a come-to-Jesus conversation with their representatives. It's time everyone was held to account. And a final update on the midterm elections and strategy. Democrat strategy will be nearly exclusively focused on racism with regards to voter suppression and getting rid of the filibuster. The Republicans and conservative media will wait until they are attacked and then go insane when they defend themselves. They should be creating a documentary on Joe Biden and his friend and mentor from the KKK, Mr. Byrd, a love story. They should follow up with why the mainstream media has never questioned Joe Biden about this and whether he disowns or supports his racist friend and mentor. Do they support Mr. Byrd since they have never raised a question? You can help with this. Just send this question to CNN, NBC, MSNBC, ABS, ABC, CBS, etc. Send it to them on Facebook, Twitter, and their own feedback forums or email on the internet. Now's not the time to be shy. Go ahead and send it to the conservative media sites too. Lord knows they haven't thought of it. And let's start mocking them on media. If you're black, let's get a video short of your ID, your voter ID and registration, and a pic of you physically at the voting poll. Cover your ID up enough so you can't be doxxed. And say, look, Uncle Joe, I got my ID and I made it to the voting poll all by myself. And here's my own bottle of water. Let's go, Brandon. And that concludes our last segment and public service message for the night. For Sinequa Non News, I'm Persona Non Grata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good night.